Welcome to NFT Sundays, a weekly conversation around art and technology, brought to you by Dementi and the Museum of Crypto Art. And we are back with another episode of NFT Sunday. The guest today, recurring guest, Captain Q Harrison Terry, Chief Strategy Yo. Officer of Dementi, author of the NFT Handbook. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Where's your copy, Colburn? Check it out. Where's your I, copy? They, they, you they, you they know it's digital. Me. You know I have the PDF oh, NFT. Oh, you have the digital? I, I yeah. love that, I love that. I yeah, mean, so you're the guy that, that put the torrents out there, because, you know, I saw you were getting torrented. I did see that. I, yeah. I was, I, was, I was looking for my own torrents, and I was surprised that I was actually on most of the sites. I was like, whoa. Like, I'm the master seed. Is... Oh, you're the master seed? <laughs> you, you're hoping all these pirates get through the seas? <laughs> The open you know, seas like, of torrenting. I'm I'm really the king of right click save as. Oh man! I'm All right, sorry, so let's bro. let's bring it back to NFTs, man. Like, what's, what's the what's, what's the way? Let's do it. Today's topic is uh, what are we talking about? NFTs, collectibles versus fine art, right? So okay, we're, okay. We're gonna dive in and we are going to discuss the nuances of the NFT market, the emerging structures that are forming. Um, you know, I see as much of the art side as I can, but this is a market that has totally changed, right? Like- For sure, is, for sure. This is a market that I think like came to life with that $69 million people sale, artists flooded, but like the game yeah. has changed and the model has sure. changed. So you wanna just kind of like maybe hit what you're seeing on the NFT side uh, in terms of collectibles? I mean, on collectibles, there's like two sides of, of, of there's two trains of thoughts, right? Right now, like, I think people are really into meme coins. I don't know if you've seen that, but like Binance Smart Chain and like the whitelist I'm being added to are, are more on the token side of things. But because of the Binance Smart Chain and what what's possible there, you're starting to see some really interesting things just manifest, right? Like there was a, a token called Bebop coin. And in, in, in some of these coins, for the people that don't know, they're oftentimes called meme coins because they're usually a joke and everyone's in on the joke until the floor is, is, is <laughs> no, it's like until basically the rug is pulled. It's like Russian roulette in a way, right, Coleman? Totally. Yeah, you got to get yeah. in and out. You, but like the thing is, is, like you get out too soon, you didn't do anything. You like It's like you put $50 in, you come back with $55. It was a total waste of time. But if you, <laughs> Some people put $50 in and they come back with $20,000 and you're like, how did you do that? But it's like the timing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so on that, on that front, like there was this coin called Bebop coin. I don't know if you saw that one. So Bebop coin, what they did is they, they, they were inspired by Cowboy Bebop. It's not an official token by any means, but with the Bebop coin, they said, Hey, we're going to have bounty hunters. And like you as a, like you as a collective, like token holder, you're going to go and find these bounties and like the wallet that has the bounty. Uh, the first person to find it, there's going to be a prize and we're going to distribute that prize accordingly. And we, when I saw that, I was like, whoa, like that's, that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty game changer. Like they're utilizing yeah. tokens and NFTs in a way that is one, again, it's, it's, it's significant of web three gaming. Um, it looks more like a casino than it does not, but you know, there's, there's, there's always something to be learned by some of the, the more, I would say uh, like, short-term invested players right because like you know you can tell like off off the jump that these people are just like having fun with it and like testing yeah. out smart contracts and and sniper bots and all that like these aren't real businesses that are like being built and teams are being hired it's just a couple guys just having fun and in the telegram but like 
when you think about collectibles as it, as it stands, like, you know, you still have the open seas just doing what they do um, in all the marketplaces in that regard. I've seen a lot of niche happen, niche things happen with music NFTs and also seeing a lot of things happen um, on the, uh, the, the skins front, like the central land is really, I feel like is, this is going to be the year to central land 2022. Like, I mean, I've, I finally have, uh, started to collect my collectibles in in that game, and it's really cool to just be able to buy an NFT with mana, have that in my wallet, and then be able to readily use it uh, just you know moments later. So there's a lot going on, man, on the collectibles front. Yeah, I mean, I think we're seeing just like the market come to life, right? The, the, like the Ponzi is getting more innovative. Like aside, you know, this is kind of what pushes the bleeding edge and teaches people about new models. Um, right, 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 for sure. Because yeah. you need case studies, right? So it's yeah. like, what did the scammers try? Like, what worked, what didn't work? And then, like, you know, apply that to something that really has substance and value. And you know what I, I do love about right now is all of the people that, that did this stuff last year that rushed into the market, all the celebrities, all the people that were, like, out here with ill intent. Guess what? They're trustless nowadays, baby. Yeah, yeah. It's an it's a open market again. It's true. I might drop an NFT again now. Like it's the, <laughs> like like the gas that went down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the scammers are not around. It's, like life is life is good. I mean, it's it's funny you say that because that was a game that got played, right? And that was a formula that got like really started maybe by like Paris Hilton and like Lindsay Lohan and they did well and they like built brands and they were like solidified and structured and and like Steve Aoki just did his drop, but it, there's only so far it can dilute right in terms of yeah, yeah in terms yeah. of just like influence feeding well, into these projects we're one year away from when uh blau did his drop right and that yeah. was i think the first like true influencer celebrity that got into this thing and then like people were like oh wow but now since then you had like snoop dogg into the metaverse and, and yeah. nfts and like you know multiple attempts not just once like you know snoop's had a few projects that he's dropped and I mean, he's done fairly well. Like, if you asked me, you know, a year ago, would Snoop, like, go out and, like, conquer NFTs? I would have said it's possible, but, like, it wouldn't <laughs> have been my, my first choice. Yeah. And not to count Snoop out. It was just that, like, you know, it takes a lot to really do this in a manner where you can build trust and community. And, like, some of the, 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 some of the skill sets that it takes to build celebrity are ill-suited to build NFT community. Mm. Right. Like yeah. the centralization of a brand of a celebrity, like would Kim K work in the metaverse? Uh, that's not a question. I don't know. Probably perhaps on a collectible front. Like if you can sell, you can sell, you know, yeah, no, it, I mean, but like, I mean, like think about her, her journey, right? It's like, you know, you go from like this, 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 this very attractive woman that a lot of people find interest in and like, you know, you become almost a media spectacle. And like you, you build a brand off of like doing things, right? It's like, you know, there needs to be a headline in e-news and then you eventually yeah. uh, take all that attention and ca capitalize on it uh, by manifesting physical products. Like, you know, is little Michaela the equivalent? Like, you know, is like little Michaela also got into NFTs last year. Yeah. We're not talking about little Michaela NFTs in 2022, bro. I'm super curious what happened there. Cause I talked with them like very, very early on. They had the whole strategy. They like had this engagement thing. I think a lot of people are finding it very, very hard to like maintain authentically that community. 
right? That's my point, right? It's like yeah. so Snoop Dogg when he got in the game, it was like, yo, like he he wasn't he the odds were against him. He's coming out like and he's doing numbers in the sandbox that you're like, whoa, Republic yeah. was like they, they raised a bunch of money to, to do the same headlines and get the same articles. And this is this is before the Super Bowl. You can't say all oh, the Super Bowl made them hot, NFT people were on it. No, like Snoop just really dialed in and like it all like there's also this whole concept here, right? Where if you try something and it doesn't work. Don't stop. Keep trying until it does. Because, you know, some of his first drops, I think it was just more so like, what is an NFT? Let me get familiar with it. What is this terminology? And then like, eventually it started to click. He was like, okay, I like this metaverse more. I want to build a record label in the metaverse. And, and it, 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 it's just like, it's, it's, it's fascinating all around. Uh, I agree, man. Like, uh, and we saw the other side of that coin with, uh, what's his name? Like to Aaron Fox, the, Mm-hmm. Swiper the Fox, Sacramento Kings, basketball player who like he made one point five million dollars on an NFT drop and then they like shut down the Discord, shut down the Twitter and told everybody like the project was over. Uh, yeah, and it yeah. was just like too too much of a commitment because it's it's hard. Like, you know, you can't just <laughs> assume it's going to be light work because it's it's twenty four seven, three sixty five. People always want answers in these like incredibly global connected communities where it's like anchored in money and that collectible people want that value to to go up for sure for sure i mean i want to i want to get into nfts again um you know i obviously been in nfts for a while but i think it's time to to try some new things in 2022 so at some point this year i'm gonna drop you know probably the next uh, or maybe not even, I don't, because I already have a collection. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to expand my collection and do so in a way where I feel like, okay, okay, what does the next few years of this look like? I haven't yeah. taken the time to really just sit down and, and look at it just yet, but my mind is ruminating in that direction. Yeah, I think it's it's a good time, right, to step back and, and yeah. think about the long term and build for something that's going to have that value, right? Now, the thing is, you know, every time I get added to a whitelist or every time I'm on a drop here, here recently, <laughs> You know, I always see your name. It's like your name, and then you get a couple, and then it's like me, and then I'm like, oh, Cobra's got like three. I gotta get one more. I'm like, you know, we've been, we've been, I've been seeing it on the chain, bro. I've been seeing been that Cobra dot e. I've been seeing that Cobra dot e, bro. Like, like you've been putting that heat on it. I've been, I've largely been out. I've largely man, been out. Yeah, man, I, yeah. saw, I saw, I saw, I saw you on a few. I saw you. You were on the Metamundo joint. Right? Metamundo, no, I don't know that one. No, you weren't on that, or no. you were on a spatial. You were on a spatial. Uh, the spatials, you were on a spatial joint for sure. When they dropped those museum rooms? Yeah, 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 the galleries. museum rooms. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. I did get one of those. Yeah. yeah. You got a couple. You didn't just get one. Uh, They might have sent one to the museum to like experiment with. Oh, okay. Got it, got it. I thought that was yeah. you, you know, sni- doing your sniper bot thing. <laughs> nah, I haven't, I haven't found anything really that I'm like so keen to ape into lately. I, you know what I aped into? I'll tell you. Uh, there is a there is a project, a Metamundo, bro. Like I'm telling you, this Metamundo thing, we gotta look at that. Like that is the coolest thing that I've seen in the NFT front this quarter. Uh, Metamundo is like they're they're they dropped this thing called the Meta Portal. It sold out on day one, obviously. But what the Meta Portal is is a it's an object that you can put in all the virtual worlds. So you can have an insomnium space, you can have it in spatial, you can have it in Decentraland, you can even have it in crypto voxels. And like what's dope about this is it's like the first time we're seeing interoperability in all three of these 
uh, what, what do they call it? Uh, we're all gonna make it, Wagme. Like yeah. it's like it's interoperability on that Wagme front. Man, like, this is it, this is what we invented at the museum. This is what we've been doing I, I for know. the past month. I, yeah, yeah. I know. That's why I thought you would be on this one. I was like, yo, like, like you know, it's fifteen hundred of them. So I was like, I know Coburn's got like six, seven, because this is this is his vision. I mean, this is what we're this is what we're building at the museum that's been dropping for like the past month, right? Is like, oh, okay. It's it's not the uh, in my opinion, it's not the metaverse land that's valuable. I think the land will become as like ubiquitous as a web page and free. Like people will drive yeah, that yeah. cost down. It's I agree 100% with you on that. That's why I only own, I think I own a little, I own a plot in the uh, sandbox, but yeah. I didn't go ape into uh, the Decentraland because the prices are crazy. And I'm like, bro, if I have a cool idea, who's not going to let me build on it? Totally. Or on, on the flip side, I think that there's going to be smart people that charge in, like that charge rent for their, their plot. Like, yo, here, I'm, uh, just pay me rent. I got you. I mean, that's a market that's coming for sure. Right. Bro, like, like, why not? Like, you're an idiot if you like it because there's a lot of people that have a lot of land like when you start to think about all the decentralized sure, land, like, sure. and they don't have that many ideas i know they don't oh or the time like capital does not have time these people are managing like major portfolios now you know they're not going to take For the sure. time to sit back and and build something which is why again like you need these architects designing these rooms that can be just like one click ported into crypto voxels into decentraland into somnium space into arium and like and then you know keep going keep going you was on that flow into, you was on that flow into spatial into, okay. into mona like Ooh, whatever the he freestyling right now y'all he said he just he gonna drop it's, he gonna drop a space in like so was that six bars i mean he, it's, he dropped the space in six bars it's like world and world and world and world like people okay. want to capture that environment so like give them the one click software to curate artwork into that room and one click just drop it into a space Right? For but, sure, for sure. But like the the land will become ubiquitous. It's about the nah, experience, right. right? Like it's about the experience and what you're trying to say and, and getting people in and, and like sharing that vision. For sure, for sure. So so like I, I love where we're going with this. And I, I think that interoperability is a standard that we've already seen like realized in our wallets, right? Like yeah. I can connect my MetaMask, my Trust Wallet, my Coinbase Wallet, whatever platform I have, on pretty much every single site. A year ago, though, yeah. Colbert, a year ago, yeah. that wasn't always true, bro. That was uh, not always true. That standard, like, I remember when the, the plug, the Chrome extensions was, like, trash. Like, you know, they were still dicey. A year later, that friction is kind of removed, my guy. It's, it's, it's definitely stepping back. I mean, like, I remember MetaMask was... Uh, it's, it's not great. Like that experience is not great. Uh, yeah, we gotta yeah, solve yeah, UI, yeah. UX. Uh, it's gotta get cleaner. It's gotta get like disintermediated. Also like all the stuff, people are signing things. They have no idea what this is. They're connecting to contracts. They have no idea what this is. Um, and this is like also what's like perpetuating a lot of these scams. It's just- No, no, like, like, let's run that back. Let's run that back. Yeah. You're saying people are connecting to contracts that you don't understand. Yeah. And then you have, like, I, I'm going to add a brick to that if we're building a Lego foundation. The brick I'm going to add is you have a lot of lawyers disavowing smart contracts saying that's not legal law. I think yeah. that that's the wrong approach. And here's why. I think that a contract as it stands, right? Like, this is, like, because, like, oh, we're talking about interoperability. Yeah. So for people that don't know, like, um, what makes Ethereum or uh, Polygon or any of the, the blockchains great is that you have basically... Um, an infrastructure or that 
so you have the blockchain that a lot of people I think understand is a ledger of sorts and like you can you can basically store immutable information there. But what's more interesting is you usually have a programming language on top of uh, that 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 infrastructure that developers can do in crazy like crazy crazy things with that we haven't even explored like what's like 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 what will be become the standard of, of what's expected and what's possible. We're still very much on the precipice of that. But in that, like those languages, Solidity with Ethereum and, and that, it becomes a smart contract and all the things that 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 dwell on from there. I'm not going to get too technical. I'm just just so I just so people can follow along with what I'm saying. I believe as a developer, that was the developers coming to the real world, like you know, uh, like lawyers of such, and saying like, "Yo, like we we appreciate contracts because developers don't usually bite things that they don't appreciate, right?" So if yeah. they're saying. Like, yo, we appreciate this understanding of a contract, this alignment. We're not lawyers, we're programmers. There needs to be a wave of lawyers that say like, yo, let's adopt these things and let's start to rethink some of the things that we've agreed to. So a, a, what this looks like in the future to me is like, Colburn, I've accepted so many terms and conditions, privacy policies, and just, you know, uh, random- Scroll and accept. Yeah. yeah. Scroll and accept, right? It, that can That can apply from everything from Xbox to iPhone to, you know, the random websites I read information on, right? Like totally. even the cookie consent. I should be able to, in the future world, right? There should be a smart contract that's connected to a wallet of mine or many wallets of mine mm. that agrees to certain things. So mm -hmm. I might have a privacy wallet, right? That allows, that disavows any tracking, any accepted. It's like, I don't want your experience. Give me the bare bones essential. I don't care if it breaks it. And that's in my privacy wallet. Yeah. And that might not even be attached to my own identity, but it's a wallet where all of those terms, all those those conditions are set at like on a smart contract level, but like it also is compliant on a legal level. We yeah. haven't gotten there. And like I, I, this conversation is taking a, a lot of tolls on interoperability, but like I think that that could be mad cool. And like where are the lawyers at that are doing that right now? Yeah. Look, it's 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 right. Like it's about voluntarism and like you choosing what you accept and putting that out there and other people have to interact with those permissions, right? It sure. should not be on us to interact with the permissions of a corporation in a blanket way, right? Because yes. they will yes. always seek to take as much as possible from that. There, there yes. should be that walled garden of permission. Um, I, it, think about Signal. Like Signal's a great example of this, right? Where yeah. Um, how many people really know like what uh, uh, a, like what hashing is and what encryption standards are and like what does end-to-end -end encryption really mean or entail or you know what is an air gap network? A lot of, a lot of people aren't cybersecurity professionals, right? Yeah. But if you create a standard, it's open source. People can like peer review it and like you know it can it can be appreciated for what it is, and then you can build that marketing layer on top of it, and you can educate people why this is why this should be the case. And then other companies can adopt that and build that into their 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 apps and services. Like you do create a world where like there's there's a baseline. All right, Q, we gotta send this one home. Right? So All right, man. Yeah, All right, man. we're gonna we're gonna wrap it this one, NFT Sundays. I'm Colborne Bell, Museum of Crypto, Q Harrison Terry, Chief Strategy Officer at Dementi and author of the NFT handbook.